0: Find a location near you at slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kilda. I'm Jesper young. I'm Henry Laksa. I am Francisco Segundo. And you're listening right to game the Games of Love podcast. Okay.
0: Djokovic has left Australia after losing his appeal against his visa cancellation. He knew the conditions since uh, a lot of months ago. I was just following the rules. I came in
1: with all the valid papers. The volley! Yeah. It's so good! He's done it. It's the miracle in Melbourne. Novak Djokovic has been granted a visa, allowing him to play in next year's Australian Open. Fans who taunt Djokovic are on notice. Do so and you'll be kicked out by security. Carlos Alcaraz is out of the Australian Open look at my ranking it's giving me a lot of confidence but on the other hand i know that these are just the numbers anybody can win a grass right now who is going to avoid
0: novak jokovic <laughs> Daniel medvedevs in the same quarter as rafael nadal it doesn't get much worse i'm sorry can Radu beat coco goff in a second round bet felix Auger-Aliassime will win the australian open the igas will win arena sabalenka and taylor Fritz. yes you heard it here first. Novak Djokovic a clear winner for me. So my projected semi finalists was for the women's. Zeng
1: against Degula and Garcia against Samsonova. I see Novak Djokovic holding his 10th Australian
0: Open trophy this year. I see Marie Sattari winning her first grand playing title at the Australian Open. The Nicolas Kyrgios steam train is powering his way through to an Australian Open title win. And he's taken out Novak Djokovic on his way.
1: semi-final time on the women's side this time and unlike the men's as jg was saying this one should be a little bit more interesting because we have four real contenders and four completely different styles of contender in this one we've got grand slam champions in we've got Just new, completely crazy, unforeseen people who are going to be in this semi-final as well. Or we've just got somebody in just amazing form. Who is going to be the eventual champion and who's going to make it to the final? We will find out.
0: There will be a Grand Slam champion in the final. That is something which is confirmed. We've got Ryabakina versus Azarenka in one semi-final and the other Magna Sabalenka. The funniest thing about all of this is if you had to bet all your money on a Polish player being in the semi final, you would not have picked Magna Lynette. <laughs> no. So, if I said to you, I can guarantee you, Ben, there's going to be one Polish player in the semi final, everyone would be thinking it's, it's uh, Eager, but it's not. It's Magna Lynette. And I'm actually going to start with Magna Lynette. I don't know if that's what you had planned for the show, but I would like to start on that match because she is the surprise player. And I generally believe out of the four names, I'm looking at them all here now, any four of them can win this Grand Slam. You can make a case for any of them. And Lynette yeah. has impressed me so much because she's not just here a bit like Tommy Paul in the fact that she's had a relatively easy route coming through. She had to beat some really tough players to get there. Contavi, tricky on her day. Alexandrova, Garcia, the WTA Tour final champion last year who I thought maybe could have won this event, Pliskova in the last round. Okay, she's a bit hot and cold, but Pliskova did end up going out like I predicted in straight sets. But I'm really happy for Lynette. I think it is remarkable how well she's playing. Can she go on to beat Sabalenka? I think it's possible. Um, The head-to-head doesn't suggest so because they've played twice and Sabalenka's won both on both occasions. And she's playing against someone, like you said, who is in the hottest form. Sabalenka is playing, I would say, some of the best tennis of her career because she's not having to worry about double faulting all the time. If Sabalenka's serve is just popping and going normal, her tennis is always going to be one of the best. So she's sorted up the serve. She, She got a, what's it, a biomechanic? Yeah, that was right. Yeah, something like that, helping her with the serve. I'm not sure what even it all means, to be honest, but definitely getting some help with it. And she has turned it around and she's not dropped a set this year, Ben.
1: No, she hasn't. You are right. And that brings us to this one from Jose Morgado. Nine uh, wins, no losses, 18 sets, no sets lost, which is very impressive from anybody on the tennis tour, men's or women's, if you have this record, that is not an easy thing to achieve, especially starting the year off like that as well. That's you have to look at it and just think who stops her, especially the serve was, like you said, that was the big problem for Sabah. Now she's had a mechanic in, he's uh, put a bit of WD40 or something on the old joints and now it's all flowing perfectly. So maybe that's all she needed. Maybe she's, uh I don't know, just, just clicking right. I just there's something wrong with the serve, like you said, it's now fixed. And now she looks like a world beater again. So that was the only problem. That was causing all the mental issues as well, where she was doubting herself. Sabba serves on, what's she got? The second fastest serve in history on the women's side. So it's a scary prospect for any woman on the other side of the court, that's for sure. This
0: year, she has played some good players, but no, what I call top five players. Um, You can look through the list. Sam Sonova is, of course, a really good one. Aside from that, I'm not even going to include Elise Mertens. Bencic is a good player and Donna Vekic in the last few rounds, certainly. But you could, you could make a case to say that she's had some comfortable matches and then yeah. having Lynette in a semi-final, uh, no offense to Lynette, of course it's brilliant, but it's not, it could be a lot tougher for her. could have been eager. It could have been other players. Uh, you could say Caroline Garcia, but she's just beaten her. So maybe she's, <laughs> she's going to be very confident against a Sabalenka as well. So, it's, it's just not for Sabalenka, I'm looking at this, it's actually so nice what she's been given the opportunity. And yeah. if she bottles this one, then it's not going to be good enough. Because I know you've got a stat there regarding how she's fared in the past at semi finals and quarterfinals, She's been excellent in grandstands. I don't believe she's lost one, but semi finals, she has. I think there is a tweet which shows it. Yeah. Um, I have I'm it, I bring up it up myself. Here.
1: Yeah, go for it. I mean, this one's just showing her form in slams. Oh, apologies. And you see there, three semifinals. So when she gets to the quarterfinal, she normally wins. But the semifinals is is as far as she's been.
0: Yeah, so this is what she had to say. I've lost three semifinals because I wasn't calm on court. I was overdoing things. I was rushing, nervous a lot, screaming, all this stuff. Now I'm a little bit more calm. If I can keep that focus and calm on court, I can get through it. So... That is her talking about her records because she is undefeated in quarterfinals. She's done well. But when she gets to the Sam- slam semifinals, that's where she crumbles. And a little bit like Rublev, the reason she struggles is not necessarily her ability and level. We know she had a Pliskova the other year, wasn't it? At Wimbledon. She should have won that match. She's yeah. better than Pliskova. But mentally, she was screwing herself, beating herself up and didn't show her best level when it counts. Can she do that against Lynette? If she can, I don't think Lynette has a chance, but it's a big if.
1: It really is a big if. And this is the furthest she's ever been at the Australian Open as well. So this is the tournament we always fancied her to do well in and she always underperformed. But now she's putting it all together. It's hard to look past her, I have to say. It really is. But Based upon their record in head-to-head, last time they played was... I'd say a year and a half ago, something like that. And it was two and one. So, and that was before she was playing like this. Could it be similar? Are we going to see the nerves creeping again? We'll find out in our predictions coming up at the end, (laughs) but let's go to Lynette and see what she's had to say. Obviously she's super ecstatic about this whole week. She never saw this coming and she's now the number one poll in this competition. And she said, there are a lot of comments and messages. I'm incredibly grateful for every good word. If I could, I would thank everyone individually, but that's impossible. So thank you all. You are wonderful. Really nice to see how happy this is making her. And this one, I thought was an interesting one. I don't know where I pulled this one from, but it says one of the most curious anecdotes about Magna Lynette. Is she is the great-great-great-granddaughter of a French soldier who served for the Napoleon army and fell in love with a Polish woman. Mm. <laughs> I don't have got this. Uh, I'm not sure this is just a little uh, snippet here. But, yeah, it's just where the name comes from. And feel free to take a look at that and to have a pause and look through this. But it's quite interesting to know the backstory of Magda Lynette because now her names are in the lights. We get to find out a little bit more about her as well. And like you were saying, to go back to her form, I think she's had fantastic form coming into this and she hasn't had an easy route either. Sharif, Contavi Alexandrova, Garcia and Pliskova.
0: Yeah, Peter Zaramba there and saying Magda, back from the dead, could barely walk before the knee operation and look at her here. So it is amazing She is getting a lot of support from the crowd because when Ega and her catch were eliminated from the Australian Open, the Polish fans went absolutely nowhere. Uh, They stayed and they've been supporting Magna ever since. We have even have Ega Radwenska uh, been at all of her matches as well, cheering her on. So, yeah, like this tweet says, it just shows how much tennis brings people together. And it's been really nice to see her getting... Loads of support, which, let's be honest, she probably is not used to. She's not used to seeing all them fans cheering her name. It's
1: brilliant. I mean, everybody should have their 15 minutes. Hopefully, that will last longer for her. Maybe this is the catalyst that she needed in her career to go a bit further. Uh, she's 30 now. Well, it's a funny time to start peaking, but people peak at different times. We saw the Karatsev burst. Is this the Lynette person? Is it the Australian Open again where Karatsev got to the semi-final as well? Australia, we always say it's the US Open that throws up some of these crazy stories, but the Australian Open's throwing them up as well these days and couldn't be happy for her or happier for her. Let's move to the other match because I'm conscious of time. This one, Rybakina versus Azarenka. And Azarenka, two-time Australian Open champion, up against the reigning defending Wimbledon champion from last year. This this one has fireworks, I think. And I think that Azarenka has a big following down there in Australia too. So I'm gonna be interested to see how many people will be cheering on Yelena Rybakina in this match.
0: It could be amazing for me as well. GTL first. I'll have my dark horse potentially and winner in the final. <laughs> Win-win. I could have a, <laughs> a Rybakina-Sabalenka final, which is what I predict as my obviously my champion being Sabalenka and then my dark horse being Rybakina. And she has been the player who's impressed me the most this whole tournament. No doubts about it. The way she beat Iga, Ostapenko, Collins. Yeah, just so good. I, I generally think she is the future of tennis. She is going to win multiple grand slams. She's already won a Wimbledon. She's not talked about near enough. People have criticised her personality and what it's going to bring for the sport. I think she's really nice. And um, maybe we don't get to hear enough from her. But in terms of her tennis, I know you mentioned Sabalenka as someone who's got a great serve. I think Rabakina serves better. She's able to, to find a few more aces. She struck 11 aces during the quarterfinals and, in fact, leads the draw with the most aces this fortnight, 35. So I think that was the same at Wimbledon as well. So yep. she's leading on the ace counts. And she's going to be pitted up against a Grand Slam champion of Australia two-time, Azarenka, who is just finding that rhythm again. She's beating everyone she's playing. She beat Pagula. She's got the shades on in the post-match interview. She's talking about the sport as if she loves it again. And Azarenka, I think, has that extra little bit of experience and tactical know-how to be able to beat some of these players and, I think that's a very 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 valuable thing.
1: Yes, that's the one thing I wouldn't say we ruled her out completely because she always has a has a chance but I didn't even envisage that Azarenka would be getting to this stage again at the Australian Open. Um maybe that's just me I've disrespected Azarenka there. But um but I'm just trying to find the tweet quickly. Uh, I think it's this is the one. Um azarenka it will have been 10 years three thousand six hundred and fifty-four days between her slam women's title singles titles by far the longest gap for any player in the open era between major wins so if she wins it though imagine if she was to go on and win this tournament i mean that would be a huge story i don't know if it, how could that ever, even be possible you think 10 years apart from slam wins that doesn't even compute in my head but just goes to show since becoming a mum, she came back on the tour and she's better than ever <laughs> she's actually still at the top of the game so fair play to her um moving on to some of these other ones i thought this one was a very funny one that you picked up on she's obviously been uh Wandering down the uh, the Hall of Fame, uh, we saw Seb Corda wandering down there, trying to find his dad. Well, Azarenka's been trying to find herself, and she's been going down there, and she was saying, "Where's mine? Oh, where is it? Oh, oh, here it is. <laughs> there it is." And so she finally finds her one. Well, it's good to, good to know they didn't forget her, at least, isn't it, JG?
0: Yeah, I love a little bit of comedy. And this was another funny moment. She has brought a lot of that, talking about how she really misses her dog right on cue and also how her kids aren't really bothered about watching her play tennis, which is just very relatable. She's a very relatable person, not just a tennis player. Um, I'm happy for you to wrap this one up, but I'm going to have to shoot very soon. So what I'm just going to quickly do is just go through my predictions now. And they are pretty straightforward. So I'm going to have three sets in the Rybakina-Azarenka one with Rybakina winning in three. And in the other one, I'm going to have Sabalenka beating Magdalene in straight sets. And I mean, it is pretty obvious. The reason I'm just going to go out of it is because, you know, that's my dark horse and my winner. So I was always going to have them two get into the final if I could. And that's how I see it going.
1: Okay. Well, JG can exit on that one. I will just go through quickly. Now, JG has departed. Just some stuff about uh, Rebekina. We've got here from uh, Yelena Rebekina's coach, Stefano Vukov, saying she is a national hero back home. So there were many interviews. Yelena is a very charitable person. So she went out to help the kids, visited dog shelters. Yelena is a wonderful girl, a big introvert. So we tried our best to protect her. And that's really nice to hear as well, that she's just a real personable person, just going out there trying to help everybody and just a very friendly person. She might be quiet, but well, she does her talking on the court. I think we can all agree on that. And she came out and said, I already won a slam once. And of course, I got confident that I can do it again. I did a really good preparation with the team. I'm not really surprised with the results. I'm happy. I'm just hungry to work and improve more. So that's everything uh, put to one side. I will start with my prediction now for this semi-final. Rabakina versus Azarenka. Number 25 versus number 24. And I'm going to be going for... Azarenka to win in three to knock out Rebakina. The story, the fairy tale continues for Azarenka. And she's going to be making it an all Belarusian final because we're going to be having Sabalenka beating Lynette. And I also believe it will be in straight sets. So that is uh, my prediction. We've had JG's prediction. Let me know your prediction in the comments section below. I want to hear all of yours. Am I going to be right? Is JG going to be right? Who do you want to win? Who do you think is going to win? But other than that, I think it's about time we just let the tennis talk for itself. Well, I've been Ben, finishing or signing out on my own. (laughs) But me and JG, we will see you very, very soon. Make sure to join us for Covey's Corner. That will be coming up in about four hours' time uh, where he'll be rounding up all of the last day's action. But just for now, I'm going to love you and leave you. And uh, good luck to all four women in the semi-finals.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.